This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In the air to left field. Going back on it. It is gone! Kevin Franzen sends everybody home! Ball there! Coming down! down. Welcome back to the Pine Tar for Breakfast podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Franzen. And lucky enough right now, I'm talking to Daddy Daycare, Kyle Kendrick himself. KK, what's up, buddy? What's up, dude? Uh, Thanks for well, having me, man. I'm just going to let you know the uh, um, Seahawks got one of my favorite Washington Huskies. He's a, uh, a player out of out of the Bay Area here. And I think you should know who he is. Burke Hiven? Yes. Yeah, he's a stud. So Yes. Well, I, I like our first – well, I shouldn't say our first pick, our second pick, Metcalf. Yeah, well, I mean, the fact that he went to 64, he's jacked out of his mind. He took off his shirt with Pete Carroll. Question for you, would you have done a shirt off in a meeting with Charlie Manuel? Um, yes. Wow. Yes. Hey, KK, hey, hey, uh, sun's yeah. free there, huh, you little pale guy? Chuck would have loved it. I think he would have, yeah. Uh, maybe yeah, not you, but I mean, someone else for sure. He would have liked it. So I, I, I think uh, part of the question is of you know having you on here is what are you up to these days? I think a lot of Phillies fans know that you were out during spring training doing some of the uh, um, guest instruction, but yep. for the most part, what are you up to? Uh, like you said, daddy daycare. Right now, I'm <laughs> on my way to pick up the kids, the two older ones from school. Um, coaching my son in uh, coach pitch baseball doing that and i'm working on my brutal golf game as you know well it's soft yeah it's soft no yeah. it's, it's actually decent like good that. short game good short game that's usually you off the tee yeah. anyways but that's all right yeah i can't uh, control it off the tee absolutely playing down the middle is better yes so playing a little golf and that's about it traveling a little bit and um watching the fills well i mean I, I i think the other thing too i mean this is just totally out, out out there like when you get done you don't want to be done but you're done and now you have time for vacations during baseball season what anything fun so far since uh, you've been done well we just got back kids spring break we had that uh, last week so we just went on an rv trip to destin and uh the kids love it yes rv uh, i was about i almost said did you drive the, it with the in-laws and uh we are the I millers I enjoy camping. I, you know, grew up in Seattle. We did it up there a little bit with my family. So, uh, took the kids to Destin, RVN. They love it. I mean, uh, RVN, Destin, it's like the most beautiful beach on earth. Minus anything that's, uh, here in California, but you know, it's all good. Yeah. All right. So so let's get into it. We, we had you as a guest instructor this year. You loved it. You and I talked so much during that time and just you having the uniform back on. Uh, not only just a baseball uniform, the Phillies uniform, it means everything. I know to you spent almost your entire career there. Yeah. Um, 
what was your first impression just being back? I mean, not breaking it down like with guys, but just your first impression, just the whole organization in itself and how everything was being ran. Uh, it was good. Um, I thought, um, you know, Gabe was, was great. He welcomed me there. Um, I enjoy, like, like you said, I enjoy putting the uniform back on. A lot of memories came back. Um, you know, that's like, like, like you said, I grew up basically in that organization. So it was nice to be back and, and be in a big league camp and put the big league uniform on. And I think, I think things are going well. They're obviously, um, you know, Bryce is going to help them out and, uh, the young pitching. And it was, uh, you know, it's fun to watch right now. Dude, I was going to ask you way later in this, I had it written down. Can believe that I actually wrote the note, but I was like, Bryce is now a Philly, and yeah. you competing against him for for a few years, and you know, at the height, I, not even at the height of the rivalry, but like is the takeover of uh, Nats Park and all that stuff. You were a part of that. Crazy to see, fun to see, also weird to see. Which one is it for you? Uh, a little, a little bit of all of it. Um, definitely weird to see him in a Philly uniform. Um, you know, playing against him in all those years in DC and. But it's good for, I think, obviously good for the team. It's good for the city, um, for the fans. He's going to help them win. Um, you know, he plays hard. So I think uh, it, it was good for the organization. And, um, you know, he's like I said, I think he's going to help win games. That's all that matters. I mean, you, you know what it's like. And certain guys, like, they, they go through time and, you know, organizations, they get to play their whole career through some organizations. And it's like, yeah, it's great. But they don't have the fan base. Like, not all right. the time. Right. When you talk about the Phillies fan base and you've seen it at its peak, I'm talking like the ultimate level of just chaos in there. And, and, and yeah. I played in it against it and it's insane. It, it, it's what dried, drive me to not even dri- drove me there. It was just the fact that like, it, it was a huge factor in wanting to sign there as a free agent. And, you know, even if it was a minor league deal years ago, because Philly was my number one place for you playing in Philadelphia in front of the packed house. I mean, what, what can you remember most about that? Well, um, it was, I mean, I guess you didn't get used to it, but it was just kind of, you expected it. I mean, we were, you know, I came up in 07 and we were basically from when I came up all the way to my, I mean, I was done 14, but to, I guess 12, 11, I mean, packed house every night um they stayed on you i mean it motivated you i mean i it was the best place i've ever i mean obviously i've i've played um couldn't say enough about the fans i enjoyed it you know enjoyed my time there and i think uh i think it helps you uh, as a player yeah you know? absolutely i mean it, they hold you accountable but i mean like okay so for a guy like jt romuto right like could you imagine him you played at Marlins Park. Miami. You played there yeah. like a ten thousand fans. That was yeah. him every night, and now he gets to play in front of all these people. You're like, dude, definitely gets the blood flowing a little more for sure. Just a tad, just a yeah. just a touch. Yeah. Uh, w- w- with this pitching staff and and the young guys that are in it, you obviously are being held down with with Jake Arrieta and as the the elder statesman in the whole thing. But when you mm-hmm. look at this team uh, and and the young pitching, what what was your what's your biggest takeaways? Not not only thus far but like in spring training talking to him yeah so i was around obviously mostly the the starters and you know i thought it was i mean those young kids they got really good stuff um 
you know, watching those guys throw bullpens, I know, I mean, Velasquez, Pavetta, Eflin, um, who am I, I'm missing some other guys, uh, Nola. Yeah, Nola guys... knows that, hey, he finished third in the uh, Cy Young. Don't forget him, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> those guys, I mean, it was fun to watch. Just for three days I was there and following them now. Um, they definitely have, I mean, great stuff. And there's no reason they uh, they can't win with, with that staff. No doubt. Hey, you, and it's cool because, like, you think about it. I mean, you were a part of some – pretty decent rotations i'd say and you you look at you know your experience with rotations and having a lot of experience in there a lot of guys not a lot of young guys in the rotation now you have a lot of young guys with one truly true experienced guy in, in jake arietta like mm -hmm. do you do you find any similarities between you know some of the staffs that you were on in this staff um so you know when one when we won the World Series, we had shoot uh, Cole and, and, and Moyer. Um, Blanton got traded over. I mean, no disrespect to to those guys, and those are my boys. But this, I feel like this staff is, you know, they have better stuff uh, on paper, mm -hmm. you know, or just watching them. I mean, better stuff. So, you know, I I don't see any reason why these guys can't win or get to the, um, you know, World Series yeah. playoffs. I mean, I'm sure that's all those guys are. But I mean, okay, so you, you bring you bring up those guys, and and, and for I think it's fantastic because number one, you know Moyer's pitching with eighty three, eighty four, so he's pitching right. a lot of moxie. Uh, Cole, I mean, is is still what ninety two to ninety five, ninety six at the time with the nasty changeup, still hasn't like figured completely it out until it seemed like the postseason that year, right? Yeah, I mean, you could easily say cutter. he just continued to get better. But I mean, how much did you guys? Like maybe yourself and Cole, even if you were for yourself right-handed, go into Jamie Moyer's mind, you know, and, and talk to him and, and, and try to, uh, you know, learn on how to get guys out. Cause he's out thinking guys. He's not out stuffing guys. Did, is, did that play a factor or anything? Yeah, oh, definitely. We picked Jamie's brain. I mean, when we weren't starting, we sat on the bench next to him and we talked about just how to pitch, uh, batters, you know, looking at swings, um, you know, just in and outs of just, you know, stuff to make us to get out and yeah. uh, to be better. And, uh, you know, I know, like you said, I think Jake's the, the guy has been around with the most time there, the older guys. So I'm sure those guys are all talking and, um, you know, they're younger, but they're going to just get better as they get older. Can you believe that? Like Jamie Moyer, 269 wins and he pitched over 4,000 innings. You're going like, what? Come on. That's insane. Yeah, pitched, what do you, I mean, he pitched what? So he's, Freaking fifty. Uh, let me check this. Uh, Forty nine. Forty nine. Yeah. He got a. He got yeah. two wins at a forty nine year old year. So, I mean, that's yeah. in, that's nuts. Yeah, I mean, obviously the game's changed now. I mean, guys are throwing harder, and I don't know. I'm sure he could still get some guys out, but yeah. I'm but sure I mean, he, like no. even yourself. I mean, you weren't a hard thrower. I mean, it, it, no. In in terms of, but you had good stuff. When it when I talk stuff, like to the to the eye to the hitter. Your stuff mm -hmm. moved everywhere, and you yeah. know your changeup, whether it was your curveball, um, your sinker. You got your sinker going. Um, love my sinker. Yeah, I know you love your sinker. Uh, <laughs> the big thing, you know, I think that went early on, especially in April, and we're getting towards you know like the where the times or the the weather's changing, um, and we saw a little bit of a struggle from some of the pitchers, let alone Aaron Nola, who throws firm like he's you know anywhere from 93 to 95 
mm-hmm. like nasty run on it. He can get some sink when he wants on it, but it's his curveball and changeup that play off that, and he was having a tough time. Like, how hard is it in in trying to figure out a feel for those pitches in the cold weather? Because as the you know the summer goes, it's, you yeah. you have that nice moisture buildup, but like right. it's not an excuse, but it's like it can explain a lot of the you know the five ERA from Aaron Nola. No, it definitely it plays a factor for sure. The cold, I mean, the grip on the ball. Um, I didn't like pitching in the cold at all. I, uh, I mean, I'd rather have it be 120 out and sweating that way you can grip <laughs> the ball. Um, so I mean, a lot of guys are different. Um, you know, cold love. Uh, yeah, I mean, he liked pitching wherever, but he he said he liked the cold. You know, like pitching the cold. Uh, Cliff did. That's unbelievable. I never, so, honestly, I never would have thought Cole as being like the cold weather guy. I never thought no, that. He, li- he he said he liked it, but I I think he liked pitching any weather. To be honest, he didn't really care. Like just yeah. give me the ball. Like it's just like yeah. seeing him. It's like, dude, you could pitch anywhere. Like when he goes to Texas, like eh, same thing, same same cold. Yep. And so when you, so I think I think the cold weather definitely plays a factor. Um, yeah, it's gonna warm up here. You know, guys will get a better. You know, because you okay. So so you go from Florida. That, that that's like the thing. It's like for a hitter. I mean, you go from Florida to to up north, and it's colder. And there's certain things that you can get away with. I mean, just like the hand warmers and all that stuff. Well, you don't have yeah. that luxury all the time, especially as a pitcher. And you know, there's a constant fidgeting. There's a constant trying to go to the mouth, trying to find a concoction that works. And you know what? I don't care if pitcher, I've said this and you and I've had this conversation. The only thing I've always said, and you always laughed at me, you're like, I want a Butler to come out (laughs) and like on a platter, have everything possible for like pine tar, bullfrog, rosin, whatever you want, but it's gotta be, it's gotta be done right there on the mound. And I'm all for that. So, okay. So finding the concoction that works and, I don't want to. I don't want a pitcher that's throwing ninety five or even ninety at my face. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't. I don't really care yeah. for that. So load yeah, it up you, all you, you want. You said the balls are worse now. Oh, dude, they they're so white. They yeah, they are not, barely rubbed up. You're going. Like what ball. is this? Yeah, it's tough to grip. It's tough to get grip on that for sure. I I remember when Jimmy told. Well, that's me why that, I was always blowing on my hand. Yeah, I know because uh, you and I was always talking. You're like, dude, I it, it's no moisture. I feel like yeah. it's just terrible. Yeah. Jimmy but gave me bullfrog. Hand, hands too. Jimmy gave me bullfrog and then rosin, and I, I was trying to use that. And I remember, like the first throw I threw, like I spiked it by the mound from third. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, probably a little sticky. Yeah. Probably not yeah. good. Probably yeah, you got to get used to it for sure. No, but you you look at a guy like Nola, and you see that changeup, and and look, you had a damn good changeup too, and it was one that you worked on and and tried to find, and you found, and it you know, it was nasty. When you look at guys like that with good changeups, do you just like do you sit there and go, yeah, I had a good one too. Oh, Mine was nasty. Well, it's definitely fun to watch. Um, you know, in my eyes, I think well, a spotted fastball is the best pitch, but after that is a, is a good changeup. Um, if you have a good changeup and you can spot your fastball, that's really what I say. I mean, as a hitter, as a hitter, I, mean, I you hate can't it. This, but as a hitter, that's what I'm saying. As a hitter, you can answer this. If you have a good fastball, if you can spot your fastball and have a good changeup, really all you need. Dude, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I, I laugh because it's like, you know, all the all the parents t- telling their kids, got to throw a curveball or a slider. It's like, yeah, dude, if you have if you could throw a fastball with the same arm action, you could throw a changeup off that and it has the same movement. Like, look at Jake That's Arrieta's tough. stuff right now. And everything is like just whack down, going yeah. whack down. You're going, damn. And then he throws his changeup. It is the same action. It is like that. It is sinker at like, you know, what? maybe six, seven, eight miles an hour difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I'm not saying guys don't have a chance, but guys have a hard time squaring him up right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you guys hit, to be honest, because I've. Because we're good. Because uh, we're yeah, good. I mean, those our, hit are our good. hand eye is insane. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, well, that, I mean, we could go there. We could just say, like, all right, so if uh, we went on the field right now, would you strike me out? Could you? First of all, I don't know if I can get it to the plate, to be honest. Really? My, I mean, I've. Could you at no, least I, walk I to get, the mound? Could you at least, like, could, run to the mound? Yeah, I could get it to the plate, but it's going to be 75, maybe. So I'm, I, I think <laughs> okay, you could so, get that. So definitely under the hitting speed for me. Yeah. I got a base hit in the alumni game this year at San Jose State. Pretty Did solid. You? Yeah, I got thrown out going to second base because I was like halfway to first of going, I got to go two. Sick. And my legs were giving out the whole time. Like, probably should have ran a little bit more. That's great. Uh, last night, yesterday, or not even last night, yesterday, Zach Eflin throws his first complete game. Saw and, that. And uh, I, you know, I always wonder when you go back to like pitchers and, and starters and you hear about the analytics. Great. Whatever it, it certain guys, they need to be pulled the third time through. They suck. Mm -hmm. uh, Zach Eflin was dealing and, and something that Gabe said yesterday, <laughs> he's like, he had no stressful innings. He had none of that going. Can you remember your first of your four complete games? Oh man. Ooh. My first one. Um, you got to help me out here. Was it at home? I don't know. You got to tell me. That's why I, I was like I looking it up and I was like, you had four. I thought you had, my, I knew you had two. My first complete game. I don't know. I don't know if it was at home. I, I'm going to find this for you. I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to do it. It's all right. Um, but when you, when you think about it, like you as a starter, like you went into these whole things going, um, I want to finish this game. I'm going to start it. Yeah. I'm going to finish it. Is that, would that be correct? Yeah, I remember Roy telling me, he goes, you know, it doesn't get, for him, I mean, everyone, we're not, we weren't Roy, but he's like, you know, for me, it didn't get fun till the seventh inning. And every time he went out there, he, <laughs> want, he wanted to get pro CG. And he goes, it wasn't fun for me till the seventh inning. That's when it got fun for him. Oh so, my God. Yeah, I, I mean, I, every time I went out there, of course I wanted to throw, you know, go complete game. Those are, you know, help your bullpen out, help the team out. And who doesn't want to go as a starter? Nine, you know, that's what you. That's why we uh, became starters. That's the best. You have, I mean, you have some serious stories with Doc, and and yeah, you he took you under. He was yep. so good with you. I mean, you adored him. He adored you because you asked the right questions. You were always thirsting for knowledge and stuff. I mean, I I'm just going off top. I mean, my whole you know me ADD. It's all great. So we're gonna go off and do some nah, things here. I'm, but uh, let's do it. You know, with Doc. Oh, by the way, July third. 2010 Philly at Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. Okay. Nine innings, 10 hits, four runs, four punches. You gave up two bombs and you got a complete game. Wow. 10 hits too. What the heck? Uh, you only threw 115 pitches. So that means that they were just, they were absolutely ambushing. Ambushing. That's ambushing? A, I mean, that's what I would do against you. Just ambush. Well, I, I mean, you got to get strike one as a starter. <laughs> I mean, you don't get ahead. Those big league hairs are going to get you. No doubt. You All right, so we got to go to Doc, and and um, you know, with his passing, and it, it it's everything sucked not having him around, and and knowing all the stories. And for myself, I sat next to him in in spring training. My locker was, was next to him for a couple of years, and my gosh, like everyone thought he didn't talk, but he and I talked so much, and it was about so many different things. But you, you had like so many personal 
interactions with him all the time, asking him questions. If you were to say Roy Halladay, Hall of Famer, that's number one. But, I mean, if you were to say Doc Holliday, he gave me the best advice, which was what? Jeez, Franny, put me on the spot here. Um, yeah, that's wow. what I do. That's what um, I'm supposed to do. Honestly, I mean, he gave so much to me, um, you know, at the baseball field. And I, I would say the number one thing was just how he just showed me hard work. I mean, every day um, he came in with a plan to get better, um, just to compete, make yourself better, compete with yourself. Um, you know, I would say if I had to, I mean, one thing was just that just always trying to get better and just working. I mean, he was so good with me. Like you said, though, I mean, I would just fall, ask him questions, just trying to get better. That's what I wanted to do. And, um, and he, he let me just tag along and, um, you know, I was just, you know, just there to get better. And, 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 you know, he was one of the, just always, always pushed me just to, to push myself and uh, that's what he did i mean that's and that was fun watching him dude that's like the n most nuts thing if, if anyone asked from like my side like what i thought of doc i said never seen anyone literally when you say like doing everything to get better or yeah. do something to get better that day like he was doing something every single moment of the day to get better yeah he you know how we mess around in the clubhouse yeah and, you know he was there was none of that for him i mean very rarely he always, would he would prank or... he would be it would be his pranks were good but they were so subtle yeah. and then he'd like walk yeah. off and you're like and then that oh. was it then he'd go back to contrasting his arm or something you're like what are you doing that's like that's yeah. epic yeah yeah uh he was the, yeah, for me i mean i got a lot of good teammates great teammates still friends um you know i could go on a list but roy to me was was number one just all around for me how much do you think he pushed the envelope with like Cole and all those guys? I mean, do you think Definitely. a little, I mean, Cole's got like a little bit of the greatness in him already. I mean, it had yeah. nothing to do with that, but like when there's a guy like doc that comes around, pushes him even more. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, Cole was always, you know, trying to talk to Roy too. I mean, he did um, ask some questions, just trying to get better like all of us. And, um, yeah, I think Roy made made Cole better. Dude, it, it, it's incredible because, like, you know, for you guys and, and Rich Doobie being your pitching coach and and you come off the field, you know, when you're young, your first guy you see is, is Doobs. You're like, all right, what is he going to say to me? Okay, well, Kay, you suck today, all right? Now, all that. <laughs> all good. But uh, I think you, I think you said, you said that to me before. Probably. Yeah. No. But it, at, towards the end <laughs> – was it like when when you came off the field and Doc was there? Was was that like the first person you were hoping that you you would see? <laughs> um, yeah. So no, you know, no disrespect to Dubes, but yeah, I no, to it's, it has pick. zero to do against him. It's just right. like it's it's Roy. Yeah. So I listened to Doobie, and then I went over to Roy and said, "What do you think? Tell me, tell me what you got on the game." <laughs> you know. So that, that I, I think that was the other part too. Is he watched everything? It's like the, the pitchers that, that go inside and and uh, screw around, do whatever they want, you know, because they can. Cause oh, yeah. I mean, you bust your butt for all those days, you know, in between for that next start. But Doc was always out there for pitch one, and he knew yep. everything Instead, that you was missed going the first on. Pitch, you missed the first pitch, you missed the game. That was another saying from Roy. If you miss the first pitch, you miss the game. So I was always out there trying to be out there for the first pitch for 
That is he was there. Awesome. If Roy's there, I got to be there, right? Yeah. I mean, I would sit next to him during games in, in 12 and 13 and just ask him, like, just whether I was playing and, and we're, you know, watching the opposing pitcher and what his thoughts were. And it, it was fun because, like, you had you had Chase, the ultimate preparer on the position player side. You had, you yeah. had Doc, who's the ultimate preparer on the pitching side. And, like, you couldn't, you couldn't get any better than that. No, no. We were very, very fortunate to play with some of those, you know, to play with those guys. Very. Yeah. Um, all right. So a little bit back into this team before I let you go, um, you know, the, the lineup we talk about on the offensive side, how stacked it can, it can be when they're healthy, it can be right. Um, as a pitcher, when you're facing a team that has like the, the, you know, just not only the, the athleticism, the power, the, the hit, you know, tool all throughout the lineup, what gives you. I wouldn't say what tired you more, the mental side or the physical side when it came to a prepping for him, you know, that yeah. lineup or the actual physical going through facing. Uh, <laughs> I would say both uh, to be honest, because I mean, with a lineup like that, when everyone can, can hurt you on one pitch, you gotta, you can't take a pitch off and you make a mistake. You can't, you know, free passes. Don't put guys on, make them beat you. Um, and you gotta be aggressive. You gotta get ahead of those guys. I mean, any big league hitter you fall behind, you're going to get, you know, hurt. But with a lineup like that, um, you got to make your pitches and one pitch at a time and just don't, don't give any free passes and try to stay away from the, you know, big mistakes. Who is that? Who is the toughest lineup you face? Cause you obviously, you know, let's be honest here. I was just thinking about that. Your guys' you, lineup was yeah. the best. Yeah. I mean, there's no, you can't say, I mean, maybe the Yankees, but let's, you know, whatever. Yeah the the early you know oh seven oh eight oh nine ten early i would oh, say man. that early yeah i would say that early the the oh seven mets oh um, i like with that. reyes and yeah. Wright and, and delgado and Deltron. um i would i would have to say that lineup that was tough are you in delgado's book um i think so i don't know i think so like his no <laughs> was, i, I asked you was i asked you that because like there's certain guys like they you're a competitor you don't want to give up homers but you give up a homer you're like it's all right and i give up they'll got it <laughs> oh yeah uh he might have been i don't know he always went back then oh seven i just really i had one pitch it was a sinker so he just he was smart enough he just looked away i pitched him away and he just drove it in the left field for a double left left center every time oh. all right so you're going oh seven you're oh seven mets that, i, like I would say that lineup uh if you want to go back that far um i like it though um, I'm trying to think of, you know, 10, 11. Who was even, I don't even know who was good then besides us. <laughs> oh, see now that, but that, okay. So uh, what you're no, but see, okay. What you just maybe said the giants, right there, the giants, the giants, eh, whatever. But like, I'm just going to say this right now, like your, your thought right there, I think plays a huge part into a lot of it. Like you as a pitcher you had the best offense. You believe yeah. that. And it's like, I think that goes even further than anything. You're like, we had the best offense. And oh, it helps. It, the, the confidence it gives a pitcher, right? Oh, it's half the battle going out there knowing, man, my guys are going to put up six, seven runs today. If I just keep us in the game and go six, seven, whatever, give up a couple of runs, I know we're going to win. You know, it made, yeah. it made it a lot easier instead of going out there, you know, when your offense is struggling and to, to score a run or two and you got to keep it, you know, keep worrying about, you know, making mistakes instead of just going out there and pitching and no worries knowing your team's going to put up, like I said, seven, eight runs. All right. 
I got a couple uh, trivia questions for you. And so you got, you have, uh, you have some answering to do here. All right. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. All right. If I say Andre Ethier, what do, what do you think? He owns me. God. Him, him and Adrian Gonzalez. And who? Him, Adrian Gonzalez, and Ryan Zimmerman own me. Zimmerman only got two hits off you, though, or two homers. That's it. Oh, homers. Oh, we're going to homers. No, okay. no, no. I'm just saying they, there's no ownage when he doesn't. Like, Ethier had four. He had four homers off me? Ethier had four. Wow. You he didn't owns know that? me. He's, I mean, I'll, hey, he's a good hitter. <laughs> <laughs> really good hitter. Well, I love it because it's like, dude, like the guys that own me. I mean, it's few and far between. Let's just be honest on this. It was so you were, many. Hey, Franny, you were tough out, man. I'm going to yeah. give you that. M- Moyer, Moyer dominated me. So, like, if people say, who are the toughest pitchers you ever faced? It is Craig Kimbrell and Jamie Moyer. And they laugh. Oh, They're like, are, oh, that's those... a joke. I'm like, no, no, no. It's, it's, I, Jamie Moyer was so far in my dish. He's still in my dish. But Yeah, he's – I mean – if you're aggressive, you like you you're like you are. You're an aggressive hitter. Yep. If you're aggressive, Jamie's going to get you. Yes, that is true. Okay, back into it. All right, Zimmerman's three thirty three. He had that's the most played appearances that had against you. All right. Right. Adam Desmond. La, Adam Laroche. Laroche ownage owns me. No chance. Why? One, what's what's he got? One forty six. He oh, only had one forty six on you. Really? Yep. Man, I didn't like facing him. Really? No, you you dommied him. Dommied. How many walks? How many walks did I have to him though? Uh, eight, eight, six punchies. Wow, I didn't take it. Um, wow. I yeah, didn't De- like Desmond him. had you too. Four oh five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no walks, seven strikeouts. Um, but yeah, I, I love that stuff because it's like, dude, you. I mean, the certain guys, Angel Pagan. Uh, yeah, I liked facing him. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> One nineteen hitter. <laughs> Oh, what yeah. a fan of, of Angel Pagan I am. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's see here. Oh, I, I look at guys that have like one plate appearance against you, and then it just comes up to Franzen. You have one against me? I think it's one. I might have walked you then. No, you know exactly what you did. Well, I know that a bet. Yeah, you, I jammed you, and you yelled, <laughs> and then I yelled at you to run. <laughs> I think it's you what yelled, it was. It was you yeah. Yelled it was, at me. I yelled at you because I was so yes. mad. I was like, I hate facing buddies of mine. Well, you got up there and you're like laughing. I know because like, and then I'm laughing. I always laugh at you because like, number one, I had a good time. I was zero for three, by the way, against you. Oh, okay. I don't even know when else you you got me, but you pro- Sam Fran probably. Yeah, probably. But you no, know, I always think I'm like. When, when I face buddies, I, I know what they're going to throw, but if it's someone like I had a good time and joked around with, it like made it worse. Cause I'm like, all right, now what's going to happen? I'm thinking like all the, I'm thinking all the outside stuff. Like when we leave the park, I'm going to get texted by KK. Like, and he, oh, just dummied you. I, I didn't, I, I didn't do that. Uh-huh. I was uh-huh. just, I just didn't want to hit the guys. You know, I just did not want to hit my buddies. Yeah. But like, if you hit me, I'm just like, just one of many 150. Yeah, all right. And you wore you wore an elbow pad too. I did. I had to. If you wear 150 pitches, come on. At some point, you're going. That means you're diving. You're diving, bro. All right. How about <laughs> this one, Mark Teixeira? Oh, I think he owns me. Nope. What the heck? One for 14, Homer. Homer, but one for 14. 
I remember yeah. that homer too. It was in Atlanta. I mean, no, that's what it is. Us pitchers remember bad, bad stuff, and I remember right. that homer, and that's why. I don't know. You don't. I, you remember giving up homers, like you said. It's they stick in your brain. Yeah. You know. Um, Giancarlo. Oof, I like facing him. Yeah, you. Yeah. Well, because you can get him to chase off the plate just enough. Well, and I just you have to pitch him in. You do not want him to hit the ball back at you. So. <laughs> Pound him in, pound him in, and I think he just knew I was going to pitch him in there, and then I snuck one away, and he wasn't looking for it. And I think it was, it, it was 2012. We were in uh, Miami. And I don't know if it was you. No, it was uh, it, Cliff Cliff and uh, Burley faced off. It was a day game. Mm-hmm. and Game lasted an hour? Yeah, dude. It was it was so crazy because then it was first and third, and, and Reyes was on first and was, I think, one out, and Giancarlo was up at that time, Mike. And uh, – Giancarlo, yeah. you know, we're, we're thinking, okay, play back a little bit and all this stuff. The third base coach, Espina, was in, in left field, and I'm going looking back. All right, sweet. And Charlie and, and Pete McCannon are yelling at me like, come on in, in. We need you in. I'm like, Yeah, what? right. I, yeah. And I, sh- I remember shaking my head, and you guys were all laughing at me like, you look like <laughs> a little kid going like, no. They called time to pull me in. I was like, he hit the yeah. chopper over my head. We ended up losing the game. I was like, I'm okay. I, I, I never like losing, but I, I didn't lose my life that day, so yeah. that was real oh, fun. He, he's a uh he's a scary hitter for sure. You don't want you don't want to let him get his hands extended. No doubt. All right, last one for you before I let you go. Ian Kennedy. <laughs> I got a homer off him. My only homer. Shot him. You got shot him, him. In, in San Diego. Woo! Yeah. Do you know uh was it was it two and one two pitches no i think it was one oh oh dude it was one oh yeah it was i think 1-0. it was one oh and uh i was just cheating to a heater and if, I, if it was something else i was gonna look like a fool but i just cheated to a heater and it ran right into it now the question is did you pimp it you know did, what he did you think, reese he, hoskins around the bases he thinks i did and i was it was no. almost going foul it was it was gonna go foul and i was just watching it to see if it was gonna stay fair or foul and i next thing i know it's in the stands and I'm like halfway down the first baseline. And, uh, I, I don't think he was too happy about it. Well, he just got his feelings hurt. So make a better pitch well, next time. Hey, don't give up a homer to a pitcher. Right. That's what I said. No doubt. You know, no doubt. Yeah. All right, KK. Uh, Franny, I appreciate you it, coming on pine talk for breakfast. And this I enjoyed is going to come it. up on, it. thank you. If people want to reach you, they can do it on Twitter. Cause you're so active on Twitter at no, Kyle I- Kendrick three, eight. I'm more an Instagram guy. <laughs> but you do have a Twitter. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. All right. Well, the uh, Niners are about ready to destroy. Wow. We got to talk about that off air, by the way. Destroy the Seahawks this They're going to be good. They're going to be good. You better believe it. But I'll Kyle Kendrick, you're the man. I appreciate you coming on and uh, having a, a lengthy but fun conversation with you. Franny, I enjoyed it, man. Thanks. We'll do it again. All right, brother. All right, dude.